Genesis 24:52 through Genesis 26:16 When Abraham's servant heard their words he bowed himself to the ground before the Lord and the servant brought out articles of silver and articles of gold and garments and gave them to Rebekah he also gave precious things to her brother and to her mother then he and the men who were with him ate and drank and spent the night when they got up in the morning, he said, Send me away to my master. But her brother and her mother said, Let the young woman stay with us a few days, say ten, afterwards she may go. However, he said to them, Do not delay me, since the Lord has prospered me in my way. Send me away, that I may go to my master. And they said, We will call the young woman and ask her. Then they called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. So they sent away their sister Rebekah and her nurse with Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, May you, our sister, become thousands of ten thousands, and may your descendants possess the gate of those who hate them. Then Rebekah got up with her female attendants and they mounted the camels and followed the man. So the servant took Rebekah and departed. Now Isaac had come back from a journey to Beer Lahai Roy, for he was living in the Negev. Isaac went out to meditate in the fields toward evening, and he raised his eyes and looked, and behold, camels were coming. Rebekah raised her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel. She said to the servant, who is that man walking in the field to meet us? And the servant said, He is my master. Then she took her veil and covered herself. The servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent, and he took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Now Abraham took another wife, whose name was Keturah, and she bore to him Zimran, Jokshan, Meden, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan fathered Sheba and Dedan. And the sons of Dedan were Asherim, Letushim, and Leumim. The sons of Midian were Ephah, Ephor, Hanak, Abadah, and Elda. All of these were the sons of Keturah. Now Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac, but the sons of his concubines, Abraham gave gifts while he was still living, and sent them away from his son Isaac eastward to the land of the east. These are all the years of Abraham's life that he lived, 175 years. Abraham breathed his last and died at a good old age, an old man satisfied with life. And he was gathered to his people. Then his sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar the Hittite, facing Mamre, the field which Abraham purchased from the sons of Heth. There Abraham was buried with his wife Sarah. And it came about after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac, and Isaac lived by Bar Lahai Roy. Now these are the records of the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son, 
whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's slave woman, bore to Abraham. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael, by their names, in the order of their birth. Nebaioth, the firstborn of Ishmael, Kedar, Abdil, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tema, Jetur, Nephish, and Kedama. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names, by their villages, and by their camps, twelve princes according to their tribes. These are the years of the life of Ishmael, 137 years. And he breathed his last, and died, and was gathered to his people. They settled from Havilah to Shur, which is east of Egypt, going toward Assyria. He settled in defiance of all his relatives. Now these are the records of the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham fathered Isaac, and Isaac was forty years old when he took Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean of Padan Aram, the sister of Laban, the Aramean, to be his wife. Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife, because she was unable to have children, and the Lord answered him, and his wife Rebekah conceived. But the children struggled together within her, and she said, If it is so, why am I in this condition? So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples will be separated from your body, and one people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. When the days leading to the delivery were at an end, behold, there were twins in her womb. Now the first came out red, all over like a hairy garment, and they named him Esau. Afterward, his brother came out with his hand holding on to Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob. And Isaac was sixty years old when she gave birth to them. When the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the field. But Jacob was a civilized man living in tents. Now Isaac loved Esau because he had a taste for game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. When Jacob had cooked a stew one day, Esau came in from the field, and he was exhausted. And Esau said to Jacob, Please, let me have a mouthful of that red stuff there, for I am exhausted. Therefore he was called Edom by name. But Jacob said, First sell me your birthright. Esau said, Look, I am about to die, so of what use, then, is the birthright to me? And Jacob said, First swear to me. So he swore an oath to him, and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank, and got up and went on his way. So Esau despised his birthright. Now there was a famine in the land, besides the previous famine that had occurred in the days of Abraham. So Isaac went to Gerar, to Abimelech the king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared to him, and said, Do not go down to Egypt, stay in the land of which I shall tell you. Live for a time in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and to your descendants I will give all these lands, and I will establish the oath which I swore to your father Abraham. I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven, and will give your descendants all these lands, and by your descendants all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because Abraham obeyed me 
and fulfilled his duty to me, and kept my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac lived in Gerar. When the men of the place asked about his wife, he said, She is my sister, for he was afraid to say, My wife, thinking the men of the place might kill me on account of Rebekah, since she is beautiful. Now it came about, when he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked down through the window and saw them. And behold, Isaac was caressing his wife Rebekah. Then Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, she is certainly your wife. How is it that you said she is my sister? And Isaac said to him, Because I thought otherwise I might be killed on account of her. And Abimelech said, What is this that you have done to us? One of the people might easily have slept with your wife, and you would have brought guilt upon us. So Abimelech commanded all the people, saying, He who touches this man or his wife will certainly be put to death. Now Isaac sowed in that land, and reaped in the same year a hundred times as much. And the Lord blessed him, and the man became rich, and continued to grow richer, until he became very wealthy. For he had possessions of flocks and herds, and a great household, so that the Philistines envied him. Now all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of his father Abraham, the Philistines stopped up by filling them with dirt. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are too powerful for us. Matthew 11 When Jesus had finished giving instructions to his twelve disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now, while in prison, John heard about the works of Christ, and he sent word by his disciples, and said to him, Are you the coming one? or are we to look for someone else? Jesus answered and said to them, Go and report to John what you see and hear. And those who are blind receive sight, and those who limp walk. Those with leprosy are cleansed, and those who are deaf hear. The dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is any person who does not take offense at me. As these disciples of John were going away, Jesus began speaking to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Those who wear soft clothing are in the king's palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and one who is more than a prophet. This is the one whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has not arisen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been treated violently, and violent men take it by force. For all the prophets in the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, John himself is Elijah, who was to come. The one who has ears to hear, let him hear. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in marketplaces, who call out to other children and say, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a song of mourning, 
and you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a gluttonous man, and a heavy drinker, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, and yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. Then he began to reprimand the cities in which most of his miracles were done, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the miracles that occurred in you had occurred to Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. Nevertheless, I say to you, it will be more tolerable in Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will not be exalted to heaven, will you? You will be brought down to Hades, for if the miracles that occurred in you had occurred in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. Nevertheless, I say to you, that it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent, and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for this way was well-pleasing in your sight. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and anyone whom the Son determines to reveal to him. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is comfortable, and my burden is light. Acts 8 now Saul approved of putting Stephen to death, and on that day a great persecution began against the church in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except for the apostles. Some devout men buried Stephen and mourned loudly for him, but Saul began ravaging the church, entering house after house, and he would drag away men and women and put them in prison. Therefore, those who had been scattered went through places preaching the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and began proclaiming the Christ to them. The crowds were paying attention with one mind to what was being said by Philip, as they heard and saw the signs which he was performing. For in the case of many who had unclean spirits, they were coming out of them, shouting with a loud voice, and many who had been paralyzed or limped on crutches were healed. So there was much rejoicing in that city. Now a man named Simon had previously been practicing magic in the city, and astonishing the people of Samaria, claiming to be someone great. And all the people, from small to great, were paying attention to him, saying, This man is the power of God that is called great. And they were paying attention to him, because for a long time he had astounded them with his magic arts. But when they believed Philip as he was preaching the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were being baptized. Now even Simon himself believed, and after being baptized, he continued on with Philip. And as he observed signs and great miracles taking place, he was repeatedly amazed. Now when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent them Peter and John, 
who came down and prayed for them that they would receive the Holy Spirit, for he had not yet fallen upon any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of Lord Jesus. Then they began laying their hands on them, and they were receiving the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give this authority to me as well, so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, May your silver perish with you, because you thought you could acquire the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this matter, for your heart is not right before God. Therefore, repent of this wickedness of yours, and pray to the Lord that, if possible, the intention of your heart will be forgiven you. For I see that you are in the gall of bitterness, and in the bondage of unrighteousness. But Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me yourselves, so that nothing of what you said may come upon me. So when they had solemnly testified and spoken the word of the Lord, they started back to Jerusalem, and were preaching the gospel to many villages of the Samaritans. But an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Get ready and go south to the road that descends from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert road. So he got ready and went. And there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. And he had come to Jerusalem to worship. And he was returning and sitting in his chariot, and was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go up and join this chariot. Philip ran up and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet, and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, Well, how could I, unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of scripture which he was reading was this, He was like a sheep to slaughter, and like a lamb that is silent before its shearer, so he does not open his mouth. In humiliation his justice was taken away. Who will describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. The eunuch answered Philip and said, Please tell me, of whom does this prophet say this? Of himself or of someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning from this scripture, he preached Jesus to him. As they went along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, water, what prevents me from being baptized? And he ordered that the chariot stop, and they both went down into the water, Philip as well as the eunuch, and he baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away, and the eunuch no longer saw him, but went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he passed through he kept preaching the gospel to all the cities until he came to Caesarea. Proverbs 4 20 through 27. My son, pay attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. They are not to escape from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and healing to all their body. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. Rid yourself of a deceitful mouth, and keep devious speech far from you. Let your eyes look directly ahead, and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Watch the path of your feet, and all your ways will be established. 
Do not turn to the right or to the left. Turn your foot from evil. Psalms 10, 1 through 11. Why do you stand far away, Lord? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In arrogance, the wicked hotly pursue the needy. Let them be caught in the plots they have devised. For the wicked boasts of his soul's desire, and the greedy person curses and shows disrespect to the Lord. The wicked in his haughtiness does not seek him. There is no God in all his schemes. His ways succeed at all times, yet your judgments are on high, out of his sight. As for all his enemies, he snorts at them. He says to himself, I will not be moved. Throughout the generations, I will not be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing, deceit, and oppression. Under his tongue is harm and injustice. He sits in the lurking places of the villages. He kills the innocent in the secret places. His eyes surreptitiously watch for the unfortunate. He lurks in secret like a lion in his lair. He lurks to catch the needy. He catches the needy when he pulls them into his net. Then he crushes the needy one who cowers, and unfortunate people fall by his mighty power. He says to himself, God has forgotten. He has hidden his face, and he will never see it.